Yeah. Win the championship. Keep it real with Jared Lawrence. Will Smith, Jada Pinkett, Wildin. Yeah. Philly. Champions of the United States. This is going to be a long one. Bear with me. Tell me up, Cruz. Bombing on any of them niggas that want to smoke. Nigga, this a big boy phantom, this ain't a ghost. Had to take away from them niggas and then they toast. They ain't had no sympathy for me when I was broke. Amen, amen. Lord, forgive me for all my sins. Took so many riches just to get a bend. Pray for my niggas, all my friends. In the trenches, one with killers, we been getting it in. 32 shots in my new clock. Niggas wanna hit me like I'm Tupac. Bad bitch for me in my Gucci two socks. Remember when I spent my re-up on a oop pop pop? Your favorite rapper, a mumble rapper. Walk up in this bitch, a bunch of killers and humble trappers. I can go to Hollywood to core in this jungle action. When niggas that smoke, you go and murder your brother. Whoa, big dog, nigga, I'm a big dog. Trick said they need that though, they having withdrawals. I put on my yellow diamonds when I'm pissed off. I'm so rich that I can't even fuck a bitch raw. Whoa. Do you know the feeling? Being agitated cause you got a can of million. All this fucking money, I ain't got no time for chilling. We took risks to live like this, do all that killing and drug dealing. You my nigga, I fuck with you, we gon' thug it out. Say it's beef, we goin' to war, nigga, let's slug it out. Be back with we at your door, blood in your fucking house. I heard your daddy was a rat, so you a fucking mouse, nigga. Pour champagne cause all my niggas dead. They ain't in the graveyard, then they in the feds. I give a fuck if that crown heavy, put it on my head. Take it to the jeweler, bust it down before I win. I'm a king just like Martin Luther. I ain't a hater, fuck my bitch, nigga. I salute ya. I be flying jet and chopper like that shit was Uber. We finally made it out them trenches, nigga. Hallelujah. Whoa. Ballin' like a hot boy. Diamond dancing on me more than Jeffy Block, boy. I'm a boss, I don't wanna call the shots, boy. You a daddy, I won't cuff you like a cop, boy. No way. Ooh, I just cashed out. How the fuck you tryna bend to a glass house? How the fuck you get it to the floor? Keeping it real with Jared Lawrence. It's been a month since the last episode, but I'm back. Oh, the Oscars was a movie. Literally and figuratively. They gave us so much content that I might not even get to another topic. We're talking about Will and Jada the whole night. I got bombs for days. 
Facebook, you guys were on fire all week. I've screenshotted all your takes. We're going to get to it. Shout out to everybody who had an opinion on this. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it was the slap heard around the world. Will Smith slapped Chris Rock for an inappropriate joke. Some may say some of you said it was inbound. Some said it was out of bounds. We don't know what bounds it was, but it was heard. All right, let me stop playing with y'all. Let's get right to it. A lot of people had stuff to say. I know a lot of y'all wanting to know what my opinion is on everything. I already got the title ready for this episode. We're going to call this Jared Table Talk. My apologies, too. My apologies for being gone for so long. Look, I was on vacation, and I just was not in the mood to podcast. There's so many topics I need to get to, car trouble, life stuff going on, but this is not the episode for that. I think we're dedicating this whole episode to Will and Jada. I had to let that Meek Mill ride because that song is so good. I don't even want to stop it once I hear it. I have to let the whole thing play. But let's get right to it. Y'all heard, y'all seen it. If you haven't seen it already, I already explained what happened. Uh, Will Smith had to go up on stage because Chris Rock made a G.I. Jane joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's hair. She has a shaved head right now because of alopecia. Seen some takes on that. Some of y'all are saying it's not really a disease. It's a, I don't know, autoimmune disease. I'm not a doctor, so I'm not even going to get too deep into the to the whole alopecia thing. We're going to, we'll talk about the joke and everything. We'll get to all of that. But, you know, I think the thing with this, this podcast, and this is what, if you're first time listening, this is what you need to know. So when I do my podcast, a lot of times I'm not telling you how to think about something. I'm not trying to sway you one way or the other. I'm just trying to make you think about things from a different perspective, a different way. So we're going to get it a lot into that because there's been so many think pieces. You guys have probably heard it all, but hopefully we can talk about it from a little bit of a different perspective um, on this episode. Shout out to Joe Budden too, because I was watching his podcast earlier and he made, he made some really good points that I will bring up with this. But let's just, let's recap it. So as you know, he went up there, he slapped him, sat back down, yelled, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. He said it twice. At this point, people were thinking it was fake. A lot of people, I know when I first saw it, I thought the slap was fake. And still, the only reason I'm going to say that I questioned the slap is because when he slapped him, it didn't sound like a slap. It sounded like something like a Hollywood movie would produce. This is the sound of that slap. It didn't sound authentic. So that's the only reason I still kind of wonder if it was a work or a shoot. You know, I like to use my wrestling terms. So work, uh, work means it's fake. Shoot means it's real. But once he said, keep my name, my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I think at that point I was like, all right, this is probably real. But man, I'm still kind of, I still don't believe it. I'm still waiting for them to come back and say that this was all a joke because I it's just wild to me that that happened on national television at the Oscars. I'm sorry, I keep confusing Oscars and Grammys. So if you hear me say Grammys at some point during this episode, I'm talking about the Oscars, although we do have the Grammys coming up this week. And just judging by what happened with this, I wouldn't be surprised if we got more eyes on the Grammys this week because people think something might happen there. But, man, this is probably the wildest thing that has happened in America or in just 
the world in in some time now because we are what four days removed and it's still the dominant topic of conversation monday that was all anybody talked about on social media i have not seen it where social media is just united on one topic for 24 hours straight like we have a war going on overseas and nobody was talking about that because this superseded everything that happened there So that's how big this situation was. But Will Smith, after the slap, he wins the award for King Richard, which if you don't know, like if you don't watch movies, which I don't, but he was already favored to win that Oscar. Like he was the favorite. It was pretty much a a given he was going to win it. So people think that maybe this happened because they wanted more eyes on it for when he won. I just don't see that, though. I don't I don't see what the point would be. For him to get more eyes on this because this slap took away from that win. Nobody's even talking about the win. He will go down in history for the slap, not even winning that award. So to me, if it was a um, a work, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it at all. And it, it tarnishes his legacy. Tarnishes the legacy. I mean, we still, you know, Will Smith is still Will Smith. We still love him for everything he's done, but... Nobody's going to be like, oh, you remember when Will Smith won that Oscar? Everybody's going to talk about, you remember when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock? And props to Chris Rock, man, because he didn't make it like an all-out brawl, which a lot of people, and this is what I want to talk about too. You know, once these things happen where we all see it, we react like we're reacting from what we've watched. We're reacting because we've had time to process and digest it or whatever you want to say. Whereas Chris Rock is in the moment and nobody's just expecting for someone to come up and slap you. Although once you make that type of joke and you see him walking towards you, you probably should be ready for something, but you saw him lean in. And when he leaned in, I, I thought he was leaning in because he expected Will to like whisper something to him like, Hey, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Maybe he could just said it then and kept it moving, but he goes for the slap. Boom. And that slap, let's talk about the slap for a second. Cause it sounded like the old Nickelodeon. I don't know if you guys are watching Nick at Night when they had the old Batman show and they hit him. They would hit people and it's like, kapow, wham. And I, that's what it sounded like to me. Like, it sounded like something out like Looney Tunes. It still didn't sound authentic to me, but we got to take it out what they say. They say it was a real slap. It was a real slap. But my issue is like everybody who's Monday morning quarterback and tell them, well, if somebody slapped me, I would have did this or I would have Like, your reaction when you're not expecting something is very different then your reaction when you're expecting something. So a lot of times you're going to have that like shock for a second. And you saw that with Chris Rock where he had the shock and he like raised up like he was about to do something. And then he remembered he's at the Oscars. So he put his arms down and he kept it chill, went back to the show, but it was just never the same. I didn't watch the show, but just hearing him talk, he was like thrown off his game after that. He tried to make some jokes. He was like, hey, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Will Smith was not having it. You could just tell Chris was never like the same after that. The energy in the room was different, but it just seemed like, and then also it seemed like Will Smith went from being the villain to almost like the, the one you're sympathizing for. Like Chris Rock became more of the villain after getting slapped, which to me is just amazing because you would think everybody would be mad at Will, but it seemed like in the beginning, 
there was a little bit of people mad at Will, and then when they saw the joke, they were like starting to turn on Chris Rock, like, oh, he's he's wrong for this and this and that. I thought Will Smith was in the wrong. Yes, we can talk about like the deeper issues that come along with it, but just from the slap in general, he was wrong for doing that. And Joe Budden made a great point on his podcast because you know what? Wait, I'll hold on to that because we're gonna get into Jada and Will in a minute, get a little more deeper into that, but. There was so many hot takes the next day. I screenshot a lot of them on my Facebook. And I'm going to read some of them. So TJ Legacy, shout out to my boy. He said, hyper-masculinity and violence to prove to your wife that she hasn't completely emasculated you in front of millions of people on live television is beta male energy. Will Smith wasn't protecting Jada. He was projecting his insecurities for the world to see. Give it up for Legacy. That's a good point. I'm not mad at that take. Now, the um, being emasculated part, this is where I kind of disagree with people. I've seen a lot of people saying, like, Jada's basically destroyed Will to this point with all the stuff she's done with Red Table Talk and her, I guess, airing out all their business. It's embarrassed Will. And I will say this, that slap, in my opinion, had nothing to do with the joke Chris Rock made about G.I. Jane. I think that slap was a culmination of things. I think it had built up in Will just over the years, all the stuff he's dealing with internally. But the, the question we have to ask ourselves is, is he upset because of what Jada's doing? Or is he upset because their business is now in the public and we have so many people commenting on it when initially... Their marriage, even though it was a rumor for years that it, it might be an open marriage, never was confirmed. And, you know, everybody said they wanted that Will and Jada love until they found out that Will and Jada might get down different than what they thought it was. When everybody thought it was monogamous, they loved them. And it seems like once that it got out there by August Alcina, because if you got you got to think about this. Nobody, it was never confirmed that Will and Jada had an open marriage until August Alcina came out, made that song because he was hurt by Jada not like wanting to be with him, which we've discussed on this podcast in the past about, yes, was Jada wrong for taking advantage of him? Some people say, yeah, I don't know. Like August, he's still grown. He's over 21 at that moment. Jada, yes, she's just a great manipulator, great at mind control and all that. But once you're over 18 and you're out there in that real world, like I've said many times, you're responsible for like your own actions. I can't, I'm not going to buy into the whole grooming or whatever you want to call it because it's fair game. Once you turn 18, you're out there in the real world. It's scary. People are going to take advantage of you. That's just the world we live in. You know what I'm saying? Is she wrong for that? Yes, but it's not illegal. You know what I'm saying? So we can't really, get on her for whatever her intentions were for with August. We don't know if she was really taking advantage. Maybe she liked him in the beginning and then realized, you know what? You're too young in the mind for me. But a lot of people did not know about this situation between Will and Jada until he aired it out. So once August aired it out, Jada had to do that red table talk episode with Will where they had to basically talk about the marriage. And I had a whole episode about this. If you want to go back and listen to my life partners episode, I go into detail on that whole Red Table Talk episode. And what we found out in there is that they had to basically come clean, but they weren't, they didn't want to. They were kind of forced. Their hand was forced. 
But they explained what their whole situation was. Jada said they were separated at the time. She was doing her own thing. Will was doing his own thing. I guess where we get a little confused here is Will said he didn't know what Jada was like, that she was actually out here sleeping with other guys. Jada said Will did know. That's a little weird to me that they weren't on the same page there. But I think Will having it aired out probably did some damage to him. And I've talked about this before, like with the whole open relationship thing. Like, I think I could do an open relationship. But where where I draw the line is it being out in the public. You know what I'm saying? Like, even wanting to know. Like, I wouldn't want to know. I don't think, like, I would, of course, in, you he- in your head, you know they could be doing something or they are doing something. But I wouldn't want to know details. I think once you start telling me the names of the person and this and that, that can mess you with your head, man. And that's why it's, it's kind of scary and it's kind of dangerous to do the whole open relationship, open marriage thing. And that's why a lot of people keep it traditional and monogamous because they don't like the idea of thinking about their significant other with someone else. So I think that did mess Will up, finding out about it, but also it being in the public. And now everybody knows your business. You're getting a lot of Jada and Will jokes. And he's just kind of like the punching bag at this point. And it probably just built up in him, man. And it didn't matter what anybody said. Once his name or his family's name was brought up at the Oscars, he was going to react. And I think that's what we saw. I don't think it was the G.I.J. thing. Although Chris Rock did take some shots at them in the past. Maybe that has something to do with it. But I'm just, I'm not buying it. I think it built up in him. And this is where people think like Jada, I guess, emasculated him and all that. But my personal opinion, I don't think Jada masculine. I think their business just got put out in the public for everybody to see. And now you have everybody commenting on it. Like, imagine if you had everybody commenting on your marriage or your relationship every day, thinking they know what's really going on in it, thinking like, oh, you're doing this and that. And maybe it's not even that. And I think that's what we're seeing with Will and Jada. So let me read another person's take on it from my Facebook. This was from Curtis. He said, Will Smith assaulting Chris Rock on stage was shocking and not okay. We forget a lot of the stress and mental anguish that anyone goes through in life. Sadly, a lot of this has been in the public spotlight as of the last couple of years, and it's not a lot different than what normal people go through, except this has, this has us magnified because the whole world now knows what a relationship, I'm sorry, because the whole world now knows what a situationship is and some of the issues involving his son. Okay, Curtis. Curtis giving his back on this one. Drop a bomb for Curtis. So he continues. Most of us would have universally agreed that he's handled his public issues about as well as someone could and seemed rather put together until last night. And now we are reacting to the aftermath of someone that has probably needed help for years. He goes on to say Kanye West obviously has not handled his recent public issues well and is openly and outwardly emotionally abusive towards his ex and her new partner. And everyone is acting like his behavior is just fine or Kanye being Kanye, etc. Stop making excuses for him and realize that he needs mental and emotional support. The way he's acting is a microcosm of what a lot of our young ladies deal with growing up from partners, and it's not okay. Do you think he's far from doing the same thing Will just Will Smith just did, or worse, or asking his legion of fans to do that? Hint, he already kind of has. Mental health is a battle that we all go through, and the Hollywood elite aren't immune to it. 
Our reaction to them is a lesson that our young people are, are watching. So Curtis kind of like ties it with the Kanye thing. I'm not sure if I'm going to, I don't know if I want to tie Will Smith and um, the Kanye situations together. I think they're a little different. I do think they, the probably the only thing that's similar is they're both in the public spotlight, but probably a little different. Although Kanye, he does know that Pete is now having sex with his wife. So that probably hurts just like Will knowing that August has sex with his wife, although they were separated, as Jada said, probably hurt. So I can see where he's saying there, but mental health is real. I do think Will is dealing with some mental health. Um, Joe Budden made some good points about how, you know, all the videos he used to do on Instagram and stuff just wasn't wasn't normal for, like, the rate he was pumping out all these videos, and maybe that had something to do with the way he was feeling. But a lot of people are killing Jada, man. A lot of people are saying Jada, like Legacy said earlier, Jada made Will go up there to slap Chris Rock, which if you watch the video, when Chris Rock makes the G.I. Jane joke, the camera pans to Will. He's laughing. But then you can also see Jada next to him, not laughing. Looks very serious, look very disgusted. The camera then pans back to Chris Rock. And when it pans back to Chris Rock, we don't know what happened in that moment between Jada and Will. Now everybody's speculating. She looked at him and said, are you going to let that really happen? Are you going to, like, that's where people are blaming her because they think she probably looked at him and made him go up there and do something. We don't know, though. We'll never know because we didn't have that camera angle. But something made him get up and go over there. So after he went over there, and he slaps him, you know, he goes back to the seat. And that's when everybody's blaming Jada for. And then I saw a lot of women on Facebook. Man, this is, there was so much stuff like that I saw in there that I just was like, whoa. A lot of women on Facebook were saying, that's like the new standard. They want their man to do that for them. You got to protect the family. Like, um, if somebody talks about my wife, uh, this and that. And I think a lot of women are out here pumping their men up to get in some situations that could be dangerous, could be deadly. Even if your man is victorious in this, like defending you. Sometimes, you know, they might think they did the right thing, but you hurt somebody, you kill somebody, you get sued, you go to jail. Like, there's just so many repercussions of this. And I understand, like, yes, you got to protect your wife and all that. But Joe Budden, man, he said something that was so good. And I wrote it down because I, I want to put this here for you guys to ponder. He said... I want my wife to stop me from smacking the shit out of somebody or I want her to give me a better route. And to me, when I think of like the type of woman I want, I want somebody like that. I want somebody who's not going to encourage me to go up and confront somebody for them just to prove my masculinity. But will like, you know what, stop me from doing something stupid because they know the greater good of the family or what's at stake. And that part, I agree with him. Like Jada probably did have something to do with it because she didn't stop it. She she didn't look like upset when he went up there. She looked probably happy that he did it. So that part in Will feeling like he has to like protect her. And I didn't read his book, but from what I heard, he said he's a coward in like the first line of his book. So there's a lot of childhood stuff going on there too, where he didn't defend his mother when he was younger and he takes that out on himself. So I can see why he feels like he has to like over correct or overreact just to protect Jada and think he's doing something to protect the family. So I guess the question is how would you have reacted, which I've said like if it was me and I have a girlfriend and you know we're we're good with each other, 
I would have walked up there maybe, but I'm not walking up there to slap him. I think Will could have walked up there and just whispered like Chris Rock leaned in like he thought he was going to say something. Just walk up there and say, yo, my man, like, that's not necessary. Yo, we don't need to, like, please don't joke like that. You know, she's dealing with something, man. It's very emotional for her, very stressful. Thought some words probably could have been the same as you going up there and slapping him. Either way, I feel like the point could have gotten across. But a lot of people made the point. He wouldn't have did this to uh, The Rock. He wouldn't have did this to Jason Momoa and all this. And he probably wouldn't. And a lot of times people do like to enforce their will and their power on people that are smaller than them. And that's just, you know, bully tactics. And probably not fair that he did that. But I thought it could have been handled differently. Uh, Let's go to another thing. This was from a woman named April Watts on Twitter. I'm sorry, April Watts on Instagram. She said, unpopular opinion. Will Smith slapping Chris Rock was misdirected anger and frustration behind becoming a joke, a meme, and the poster boy for emasculation by no fault of his own. Chris took that slap for everyone on social media who Will can't hit. Chris also took that slap because Will hasn't properly and effectively dealt with his anger and frustration with Jada. So she's she's going the TJ legacy route. She's saying it's emasculation and, you know, Jada's responsible for it. I agree with 90% of what April says in this. But I'm like I said, I don't know if the frustration is really with Jada as much as it is with their business being out in the street. I think just him being embarrassed that it's out there because you got to think about it. There's a lot of people out here living these open relationship, swinging lifestyle. Like there's a lot of people out here who are not monogamous and they're happy in their relationship. But I don't know how happy they would be if it got out there. And we have the swinger clubs and all that. A lot of people are doing this stuff on the low because they don't want it out there. They don't want to be judged. And I think that's probably how you have to go about this because just the society we live in. Like I was on Facebook today and I had wrote a post and I'll, you know, I'll talk about that later about the actual post, but just the comments were very vulgar, me going back and forth with someone. And he was just talking about like, your wife, like you like your wife, pussy being out there for everybody being a hoe. Like this and that, and just a lot of slut shaming going on. And this is why people don't open up and talk about like their, their sexuality and things they're comfortable with. Because one, it's none of the public's business. And then you get just all this unnecessary um, opinions. Like, Nobody's ever, we're never going to have a universal agreement on anything. So that's why I don't really feel a need to even tell people like what you like, what you don't like when it comes to the bedroom with your significant other or whatnot. And that's why I don't, I don't think he's mad at Jada. I, I personally do not think he's mad at Jada. I think Jada did give him a look, but I think Will's just that slap. Like, like, like April said, Chris took that slap for everybody. Will wanted to slap everybody, like the whole world, because we've all been talking about their situation. Let me see. Let's get to one other. Well, I got a few other ones, but shout out to PJ, friend of the show. And this is why I screenshotted all these, because like everybody's giving different takes, maybe slightly different. Some are similar, but there's a lot of nuance, a lot different in, in what people are saying. So I wanted to screenshot these and read them out. PJ says, those of you complaining about how Will Smith committed assault or committed a crime for slapping Chris Rock just showed your wife you don't give two shits about them. Whoa, PJ's coming in hot here. Whoa. 
You all just told them you aren't protecting them from anything. A bunch of weak ass men out there, in my opinion. What happens in their home or what they do to each other is between them. They can talk about each other however they want, but you ain't about to have someone outside the circle or do anything dirty to them, especially in public and damn sure not in front of the world. He got what he deserved. Just because you're a comedian doesn't mean you get a pass all the damn time. There has to be a line somewhere. And if you don't see it, someone will, and he put this in capital letters, W-I-L-L, will point it out to you. I'm not mad at that take. I don't agree with it, but I'm not mad at it. Like I said, PJ's married too, so he's got a different take than me as a married man. And I respect what he's saying there. But the the just the assaulting or not the assault, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would call it a crime. I mean, if obviously if Chris Rock chose to press charges, it would be a crime. Chris Rock decided not to press charges, which is probably the smart thing to do. Cause if he presses charges, it's just in the news longer and it's going to drag out more. And he's probably going to be viewed differently by people. So he probably just didn't even want that attention. And he, I think he did the right thing. I don't think you press charges, especially when you're a millionaire like that. Now, somebody regular like me and you who are not millionaires, we're probably pressing charges. Um, what does Charlemagne say? Charlemagne says I would still be on the floor today. Like if I got something like that, cause I'm going to sue his ass and go to court and win. But I think what PJ is saying about protecting your woman, that's what I was trying to say with the Joe Budden thing where Joe Budden's saying the opposite, where he's saying, if you have a woman who's really got your best interest at heart, she's probably stopping you from slapping him instead of encouraging you. But everybody's different. Like I'm not, I'm not going to tell PJ he's wrong for that either because first of all, he's a big dude. I don't want no smoke, but maybe he has the, the uh, type of wife who wants him, you know, to stand up for her in that way. And you got to understand everybody's different. Like you got women out there who won't want no smoke. They don't want no violence, no drama. They're going to be like, let's walk away no matter what the situation is. And then you also have women out there who are going to say, let's confront it head on. So I don't think either person is wrong. It just depends on who you're with and the type of person you are. Like I said, PJ is a big dude. So, PJ can probably hold his own and handle it, whatever. But me personally, I'm not that big. You know what I'm saying? I'm peaceful. So I'm probably going to walk away with everything intact. You know, I got nice teeth. I don't want anything getting messed up. And you just never know what can happen, man. That's I talk about this so many times on the show. Even if you go into it and you're whooping somebody's ass, what if they pull out a gun and shoot you, man? Like, we've seen this stuff happen. So to me, that's why I'm always saying it's probably safer to walk away than to keep escalating. I'm always trying to de-escalate. Yes, you might feel lesser than in the moment, but you know what? You wake up tomorrow, live another day. And to me, that that's more important than proving any point. And, you know, if, if, if you feel like you need to do something and you're able to handle yourself, hey, man, go ahead and do it. There was another guy I saw. Uh, his name's Ricky. I don't know him personally, but he said, the world usually points a finger at all these toxic men who bring a woman down on the daily. What we don't speak enough about is how toxic or how women can be just as toxic. So he's going a whole different. He's on um, blaming Jada. Jada is the definition of what marrying wrong can do to your life. What once was a private message was exposed. 
Once this toxic ass woman decided, he keeps spelling woman wrong, but I'm not even, I'm not going to correct her. Once this toxic ass woman decided the only way she wasn't going to be seen as just Will Smith's wife was to tell the world every single detail about them. Before Red Table Talk, we knew nothing about this couple. Her jealousy over his fame speaks volumes. I don't agree with that. Jada is, I've heard that take from people. I don't think Jada's jealous of Will's fame. Jada's pretty famous herself. Like, Will didn't just marry someone who works at Burger King, all right? She was an actress, too. I don't agree with the every single detail about them being put out in the world like Jada's doing that. Like I said before, she had to put that out because August blew up the spot. August couldn't stay low. (laughs) So I don't agree with those two. He says, the slap wasn't a form of protection, as you can even see Will Smith laugh at the joke when it was said. He was also shown crying when they went to a commercial break and being consoled by fellow actors. A man of his caliber is not crying after pulling this act. His speech and his actions are one of a broken man at this stage of his life. What should have been one of his life, oh no, what should have been one of the greatest days of his life was again ruined by her. Mental health is worth so much more than money and fame. Finding the right partner that can match your mental health and keep it at a healthy level is so important to a successful relationship. The slap was a man carrying emotional baggage for years due to a woman who is clearly in total control of his emotions. I said what I said. She's as toxic as they come. A lot of people are calling Jada toxic. A lot of people hate Jada. Like, I don't know why Jada's taking so much abuse here. But you know what I need to do? I am going to play another song real quick just so I can, like, gather my thoughts on... um what else I want to talk about with this? Cause I have a lot of stuff written down. So let me play another song. We're going to go on Meek Mill today. We're going to keep it Philly. This song is called issues. We'll come back after this and we'll talk a little bit more in detail about other things that went on within this whole thing. And I'll get to the, uh, the very special post I want to read because I really liked this post. So let's listen to some Meek Mill and I will come right back. Love forgive me for my sins, used to pray to get a brick Nigga icy like it's hockey and I'm playing with them sticks He don't like me but he got respect the fact we getting rich Nigga threw a shot and missed me, threw him back and he got hit Went from public housing to a glass house Fucking famous bitches in my trap house My main bitch fight my side bitch, cashed out The only way to keep him quiet when I cash out What you doing? Getting paid, young nigga How you in the mob? Cause I'm made, young nigga Say you need a job, come my way, young nigga And if I put him out, better spray it on niggas I'm a bad influence Talk money and I speak it fluent Pay the cup of middle with boom Amen, amen, amen. Ooh. Yeah, I know it. Hating on me, yeah, I know it. Yeah, I know Come down to that check. I'm like Nike, I just do it. Well, I, I must be popping, they keep popping up with rumors. Where who I'm popping, what I'm copping, who I'm screwing. What you doing? Wait a minute. Getting paid. Get paid. She say, Meek, you know my boyfriend. What's his name? What's his name? Yeah, I know him. Mm-hmm. He a lame. He a lame. Don't you ever bring that fuckboy up again. Poppin' all this shit, need some tissue I can't trust a bitch cause I got issues Young rich nigga so official Next so disrespectful might offend you Bunch of bad bras on the menu Bunch of foreign cars when we been through Next so disrespectful might offend you When it's time for what we send a missile Can you buy the road? 
some dope Pretty out, deep dope, till she choke Pussy good, super wet, need a boat Niggas tryna run my way, let them float, let them die Put my yumbo on the chain, cause I miss no Fuck a bad bra, make a kiss no I can't never tell a bitch I miss you Better not tell nobody if I kiss you Kiss and tell, fuck you good, hit you well I just met like 20 years, they say it's a L Niggas praying that I fall and I wish them well Bitch, you crazy, I'm too heavy, you're like bigger veil Popping all this shit, need some tissue I can't trust a bitch cause I got issues Young rich nigga so official Next so disrespectful, might offend you Bunch of bad bras on the menu Bunch of foreign cars when we been through Nights all disrespectful, might offend you When it's time for what we send a missile Hit him with finesse, kill him with success Niggas looking broke, yeah, them niggas stressed Don't do some shit you know that you gon' regret Reaching for my neck, gotta get you straight Popping all the shit, need some tissue I can't trust a bitch cause I got issues Young rich nigga so official Nights all disrespectful, might offend you Bunch of bad bras on the menu Bunch of fun cars when we've been through Next time disrespectful might offend you When it's time for what we send the missiles Alright, we're back That was Meek Mill Issues Probably a relevant song right now Because uh, Will and Jada are dealing with some issues Whether they wanted them in the public or not it's out there for all of us to talk about and we can all commentate on it because it's public. And while we reset, um, let's move on to the actual joke. Like a lot of people have opinions on whether the joke was fair or not. Should comedians be censored? I've been seeing a lot of talk about that. And at the beginning, I'm going I'm to tell you, like my opinion has kind of changed on the whole joke. So in the beginning, I said this joke is completely inappropriate. Didn't think it was right. Thought it was a little bit um, below the belt. And I was like, you know what? And I, I will say this. No, I'll get to that in a minute. The joke was below the belt in the beginning. That was my opinion. But just the more I'm looking at everything and um, seeing Will's reaction, like how he laughed in the beginning. And then once Jada was upset, he became upset. I don't. I'm not as mad at the joke anymore. Like, I don't think calling like the G.I. Jane reference was. I don't think it was a bad joke. Like, I don't think it was inappropriate. I know alopecia is a real thing. I think if you would have said something about cancer, maybe it's, that would have been below the belt. But her having a bald head and him saying the G.I.G., I don't, I'm not going to say the joke was bad because I don't think Will's reaction was because of the joke. Like, that's why I can't really go in on that joke. And yes, Chris Rock has made worse jokes about them in the past. But if Jada would have laughed, I don't think there would have been a problem. I think Will's reaction was based off what Jada's reaction was. But if Jada's not there, maybe he just laughs and that's it. But with all this comedians like need to be censored now and all, I'm not agreeing with that. I think when you go to a comedy show, you have to expect jokes directed at your way. Like we've seen much worse jokes. I know. <laughs> you people who have put up this clip of Will Smith apparently making a ball joke in 1991. Like, come on now. Come on now. Y'all are going back over 30 years with a joke. Like, everybody grows, everybody learns. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't agree with that one either. I don't care if he made a ball joke in 1991, 31 years ago. That has nothing to do with how he feels today. That can be totally different. Like, you go back and listen to my throwback episodes. 
And the stuff we talk about is wild. Like, I would never talk about that stuff today, but that was the time. Like, I'm not going to apologize every day. You know what I'm saying? Best apology is through growth. So when you see me in the way I act now, that's the apology. But you're not going to just cancel me every time you hear something bad from back in the day. We all said bad stuff back in the day. I'm not buying that. I don't like that thing you guys keep trying to compare, the comparison there with that. Yes, he said a joke apparently about somebody being bald, but 31 years later, I think you're allowed to feel differently about that. But I don't think comedians need to be um, worried about this. I think Chris Rock can still do his type of comedy. Now, I will say the, the Louis C.K. thing, because shout to PJ again, he posted a clip of uh, Chris Rock with Louis C.K. and Seinfeld and some other guy. I think his name is, um, is it Ricky Gervais? Maybe it's something. I don't know these guys, but. They were like, except everybody except Seinfeld was like making jokes about using the N word. And that was, that was a bit far like that. I would say Chris Rock needs to chill. He definitely needs to be censored when it comes to stuff like that. But the joke about someone being bald, I don't think it's on the same level as him giving Louis CK the permission to use the N word. That to me was irresponsible and that can get Louis CK hurt. Like that's ridiculous. No, I think Chris Rock can still go ahead and do his comedy he had a show, I think, last night. They said he referenced um, the slap, but I haven't heard too much about it. I know this his ticket sales are, like, through the roof right now. Supposedly, Jada and Will are doing a red table talk tomorrow, which, let me tell you, if they do a red table talk tomorrow, bro, they're about to do Spider-Man numbers. Like, Facebook might crash if they do a red table talk tomorrow. Everybody's tuning into that. That will be the biggest thing like, that will completely overshadow entanglement. Because that's what everybody knows them for right now is the entanglement, which a lot of people are going at Jada for that, too. Like I said, well, you know what? I think the question we need to ask ourselves is, yes, Will is probably hurt, but what's Jada going through in her life? Like, I feel like Jada might be the broken one. I think she might be more broken than Will. But I do think Will is broken, but nobody really talks about Jada and like her mental health and everything she going through. Like everybody's just piling on Jada, which I think is kind of unfair. I I just wish her a lot of positive energy, a lot of peace, a lot of healing. But let's let's read um actually before I get to this other take, let me let me say this. Cause apparently the Oscars have come out and they said that. They asked Will Smith to leave after he slapped Chris Rock and he refused. And that's why he was able to sit through the rest of the show. I'm sorry. I'm calling bullshit on that. How are you guys, when you have your own security, not kicking someone out? Like, how is he allowed to stay? How is he allowed to even have, how is he allowed to have an opinion on what he gets to do? That I'm not buying. I don't think they tried to kick him out. I think they're trying to save face there. And then now they're threatening. They might take his award away. I'm not buying any of this stuff they're saying. Like, fam, this is not Reggie Bush with the Heisman. You're not just going to take his award. And I do not believe they tried to kick him out. Because when you have security, someone, they get out. Like, there's no, there's no option. Like, hey, you, you need to leave. No, I'm not leaving. You, okay, you can stay. Not buying that Oscars. I'm sorry. Y'all need to give me a better reason. But I'm going to get to my favorite take now. This one is from a woman named Tiffany Bowden. Now, this, this is the one that got a lot of people up in arms on my uh, Facebook page. Caused some arguments, but I thought she said everything the best. So I'm going to read her post. And she said, 
to the black folks saying Jada is a narcissist and Will is abused by her and he finally popped off because of her. Have you considered maybe it's you? Capital letters. Y-O-U. Question mark. That maybe he's tired of defending himself and his family from you. Capital again. Matter of fact, give her a bomb. That maybe the black community has been in a narcissistic relationship with the Smiths. She's getting her bag here. She said, you love bomb them and put them on a pedestal in the beginning. You shared memes as if they were perfect, beyond reproach, flawless, the quintessential black love. They were mentioned in songs, brought on shows. You paraded them through your timelines or through our timelines. Then they had the perfect children, a boy and a girl named after each other. How perfect. I love how his son Trey, man, they never give Trey no problems. So I understand it's not Jada's son, but let's be on the point. She goes on to say, at some point, it came to light that August Alcina and Jada Pinkett Smith were in a relationship while married to Will. You felt betrayed. Drag Jada for defiling your much-needed holy grail of an image. How dare Jada cheat on Will and destabilize the whole black community? You devalued her and, by extension, Will. Soon it was Will can't keep his woman in check. New information came about that challenged your truth and ideas about relationships. The Smiths have an open marriage, and not only did Will know about this relationship, it's rumored he, too, had many relationships. I ain't going to talk about some of those rumors, but if you know, you know. Will Smith says there has never been infidelity in their marriage. You don't accept that. You cannot hold that there are black people with non-traditional relationships that don't look like your quintessential relationship and instead start to project your beliefs onto them. She goes on to say, you simultaneously devalue the children for their sexual fluidity, challenges of gender norms, and non-Christian spirituality. She's fine. Gosh, she's going off. Because, you know, Willow and Jaden caused some heat too. Eventually, you discard the Smiths for not correcting or restoring the image that you desperately need to cover your shame and feelings of hopelessness Rewarding them only for when they come into toxic compliance with what you believe monogamous black people love, parenting, and life should look like. Maybe it's you. Maybe you are the face that Will couldn't touch. Maybe we should mind our business. Let them live. And I posted after that. I posted on Facebook. I said, woo, child, I'll read because she read the room with that. She hit a lot of points that I've always like talked about in this show or stuff I wanted to say. And it's true. Like we've seen so many rap songs back in the day saying the Will and Jada love. Everybody wanted to be like Will and Jada. Thought they had the perfect marriage. J. Cole's mentioned it in his songs. Like we've we've just heard it numerous times. All the memes on Facebook about them being the perfect couple. And I guess this is where I got in an argument with some people on Facebook because they're like, what people are stupid for like why would you even think that i'm like yeah were y'all not like around when this stuff was going on like we saw this that's why we all agree because we saw the same black people who were parading them around as love goals couple goals relationship goals the best couple power couple those are the people dragging them now so what tiffany's saying is true like 
you guys are mad because they're not what you wanted their marriage to be. But meanwhile, their marriage has always been what they wanted it to be. It just, we didn't know details. And I think that's, that's the point. Like they could have had open marriage for forever, but because it wasn't out in the public, you guys thought they were perfect. Cause you always see them holding hands and smiling. But now you found out that Jada's allowed to have sex with other men. And maybe Will's allowed to have sex with other women too. And now you got a problem with it. Which is why I don't think we need to publicize our relationships and what we like. You only get what you see. It's not their fault that their business got put out there and now they have to come back and do damage control. But we're judging them on the business that got put out there. And then the kids. I saw that with my own eyes too. When Willow said she doesn't know if she likes boys or girls. Y'all get on them for that. Jaden, you know, he's always been a little on the skateboard and all that, and y'all have gotten on it for that too. But it's just like now they're under a microscope and they're judged so much on everything they do. And the goalposts has moved. The new information came out, and now you guys are you're mad at them because they're destabilizing the black community, like she said. I'm sorry, but we have a problem as a black community. We have a problem where We've all grown up, but like most black people grew up in the church, tradition, like values. And we all feel like everything is supposed to be a certain way because of how we were raised. And I think that's probably one of the biggest problems with the black community. Like we weren't raised to be individual thinkers. We weren't raised to have our own opinions on things and just explore and see what we like, what makes us happy in the world. So we always look at it with a side eye when somebody's doing something out of the norm. When somebody's not monogamous, we're like, how could they? Like, that's just, you're like bringing the, the family down. You're, you're so bad for like everybody, like as a role model. And now we see that with Jada, Jada's getting slut shamed. And it's just like, bro, we got to embrace sexual freedom. I've said it before. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you know, my views on it. I don't judge anybody for what they do in the bedroom. I mean, as long as it's legal, I don't have a problem with it. You can do whatever you want. And I think we have to get to a point, whether you're agreeing with monogamous relationships or not, we got to get to a point where we embrace everybody. And if you're happy, we're happy. We got to look at it like that. If you're happy, we're happy. Instead of saying, well, that's not the way it should be done. Like who says what's right and what's wrong? Like things are changing, man. We're in 2022. Like, there's just a new way of doing things. Like the way our parents were raised and, and grandparents, that's not the right way of marriage anymore. We grew up where, you know, your grandparents were together for 80 years, but your grandfather probably cheated at some point and the grandmother swept it under the rug or he might've cheated multiple times, but they put on that front and stayed together and everybody thought it was perfect and it wasn't. We've seen parents, grandparents who were still together 80 years can't stand each other, but they're not going to leave because they don't want to go test the waters. They don't want to see what else is out there. Probably haven't had sex in 10, 15 years, and they're going to stay together just because that's what they're used to. That's what they're comfortable with, but they're miserable inside. Do you know how many monogamous people I know who are not happy? Like, I'm not saying names. I mean, I'm sure people are going to think they know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say any names. But a lot of monogamous people out here are not happy, man. Not happy because maybe it's because they got to sleep with the same person every day. I don't know. Maybe if they got to have sex with more than one person, they would be happy. But we got to allow people 
to find what makes them happy, find that joy. And that's why I admire Will and Jada because they found what works for them. You know what I'm saying? And what did he say? He said that she never cheated on him. To me, that's big. That's something like either their definition of cheating maybe is not knowing, but he said the August thing was when they were separated, which the fact that they were separated and they're back together and they look like they're happy. I'm just, I'm rooting for them. And if they ever get divorced, I'll probably be sad because it's like, damn, everything I thought was true about them is probably not real about their happiness. But I pray that they're happy, man. I pray that Will has the peace or finds the peace he's looking for. I think he's damaged from his childhood. I think he's damaged from all their business, just being out there in the public and everybody having an opinion on it. But when nobody knew about it, that's what we got to think about. We got to go back and look at well, we didn't know what was going on in that marriage and how happy they looked as opposed to now he looks stressed. And like I'm saying, he probably was doing like, they probably had an open marriage from the beginning. I think I've read something where he said like they'd never had a traditional marriage. Jada never grew up in a home with traditional love and marriages and stuff. And I guess Will was more traditional, but it's important to know Will pursued her. He's the one who like really wanted to be with her. She was not really feeling him like that. So his love is like very strong for her. I think we got to respect that, but I also think we shouldn't be out here slut shaming Jada for having sex with multiple people if she is, and we shouldn't be getting on Will if he's doing that. But I do think we have to like redefine happiness and what, what we're okay with. Just, just think about it for yourself, man. What are you okay with? Are you okay with having multiple partners and not knowing? Are you not okay with that? And you got to ask yourself, why? Like, is it because of what society thinks or what you think? And if it's because of what society thinks, you shouldn't be, that shouldn't be dictating how you think. So I think everybody just has to find their inner self happiness and go with that. Let me read one more about what somebody said. This was from Brittany Jordan. She said, so I'm going to take a whole different approach to this. As a woman, I feel Jada turned to switch on Will last night. As you see, Will is laughing and bright. And her face is just pure annoyance. I do understand she lost her hair due to a condition and it is a sensitive topic. However, once the camera was off of them, I feel she scorned Will for laughing and may have insulted him. That's a good point. But like I said, we don't have that footage of what happened. So we'll never know what made him, what triggered him to get up out of his seat and walk over there. She says, um, Brittany goes on to say, she already has this man in a sensitive space because of her entanglement and saying how she is unsatisfied sexually by him. To me, it seems Will felt like he had to stand up for Jada so that he can be seen as valuable and that he doesn't look weak in her eyes. Let me, let me address that part real quick because there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people out here who are unsatisfied sexually by their partner, whether it's the man or the woman, and they're staying silent about it. They're not talking about it. So I'm not mad at Jada for speaking up about it because you know what? Maybe that's what led them to the whole open marriage. And maybe that's why they're in a happier place as a married couple now, as opposed to the people who are unhappy sexually or unsatisfied sexually and just choose to go out and cheat or like not communicate with their partner that they're unhappy. I think it's important to tell somebody how you're feeling and try to come to a resolution. So I don't agree with, Tiffany on that part, she goes on to say, sadly, 
On the contrary, he looked even weaker and more broken. Her face after the slap was of enjoyment at the cost of her husband's wild behavior. I don't know if I saw the enjoyment part. And now he will be a meme again all over a woman who doesn't truly seem to respect him. I am losing all respect for Jada, especially as a woman. You are supposed to help your man elevate and stay a positive course. And she seems to be bringing him down. P.S. Now that I'm viral. Oh, come, come on. Man. This girl's over here asking for money and stuff like I, I hate. When, side note, man, I hate when people have like a fire take on social media. And then they put like their cash app up or something. And it's like, fam, there's so much clout chasing on here. I, I got another rant about that for another day. But y'all got to stop it, man. If you're good at what you do, if you're good at talking and giving a take, just have the confidence to know that you're good. Like, don't don't go looking for anything. I'm never going to put up a cash app. I don't even have cash app. You know why? Because I give good content every time I talk. I'm not a content creator. I am the content. But just wrapping it up, like I said, I have a whole episode about the red, the not the red table. So I have a whole episode about Will and Jada and their situationship. Go check it out. It's called Life Partner. And basically the whole point I'm trying to make in that episode is that a life partner to me is deeper than uh, having a wife. It's deeper than marriage. It's somebody that you have a connection with and you're going to be with no matter what. Whether y'all are open in your marriage, monogamous or whatever, that's who you want to be with and you're okay with whatever y'all decide to do. And I think that's what they have. But the public has just ruined their marriage because everything is talked about as you see now i'm even talking about it and i would hate to be in a relationship like that where everybody knows the moves i'm making you know some people just want to be low out here like like i said i can do i can do the open relationship but i just don't want to know what my woman is doing but if you need look i've <laughs> let me just let me just be honest with y'all for a second i tell women especially like when i go on dates and stuff i say look you probably need to get another man on the side because i'm not going to be enough to satisfy you I'm sorry, I don't want to have sex every night. I'm not, like, I don't have that drive. I am not going to be there. I'm not going to be enough sexually for anybody. So I always tell the women up front, you probably need somebody else. And I think in a marriage, if I was Will, Jada would be unsatisfied with me too. Why? Because I'm not going to be able to satisfy her sexually every night. 38 years old, almost 39. I can't go that much. I can I can barely give you one round. I'm not giving you back-to-backs, triples, quadruples every night bro that's that's too much so i think these women like they have such a high sex drive that they probably need more than one guy that's why a lot of them got toys man like a lot of them out here satisfying themselves because their men can't and honestly i'm not mad at will for knowing he couldn't do that and saying you know what it's okay for you to have somebody else because obviously i'm probably gonna be the same way and if I'm not the same way, I'm probably getting cheated on because she's going to have to get satisfied by somebody. And I think that's what we, that's why there's so much cheating going on. Like one day we got to have this conversation. A lot of men out here are cheating on their women because one, they're probably not satisfied sexually or they're just not happy having the same partner. Joe Budden said it best. 
Even Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce, bro. Like, he has the finest woman in the world and still felt a need to cheat. That should tell you something about us as humans, us as men. Like, we need more than one. And if we need more than one, what do you think women need? They need more than one, too. A lot of y'all out there lying to yourselves. A lot of women out there. I was talking to one of my married friends, and I, we were talking about the whole like open marriage thing. And I said, she's like, oh, I would never, I would never do that. I, I, I want my husband. I'm not sharing him. I said, all right, that's that's all fair and all, but if you had the opportunity, like if he told you it's okay for you to have um, another guy, would you do it? She couldn't answer that question. That told me all I needed to hear because it's like. Y'all can talk all this monogamous and all this shit, but let your partner tell you you're okay. You know, those people who I got the hall pass and all this. What do you think that is? That's them knowing they want somebody else at some point. Like, and I've had this conversation so many times about how we're not meant to be monogamous and all that. I really don't believe it. I don't believe anybody is happy sleeping with the same person all the time. Like y'all can tell me all this. We spice it up and all this shit, bro. I don't believe it. The minute y'all get an opportunity to sleep with someone else and they say it's okay, you're going to do it. You're going to do it. If you're not lying to me, you're lying to yourself. So we'll end it with, Does um, is Jada the problem? Is she controlling Will? Or does Will have deeper issues that he's dealing with? I know this is an unpopular opinion. I do not think Jada is the problem. Now, was she unhappy about the joke? Yes. Did she give him a look? Yes. But I don't think she's the problem. I think Will has some stuff he's dealing with. Will needs some. Will needs therapy more than he needs a red table at this moment. Like he doesn't need to go on red table talk. He probably needs to go on Doctor Phil instead. But he needs to talk to somebody besides Jada, because I don't think Jada is helping. Like whatever he's dealing with, he needs to talk to a professional. But I don't think the open marriage that they have is the problem. I don't think her sleeping with August is the. Well, I think that's partly. A problem just because it's in the open now. I think once you're, because I always say like, if you're going to have an open situation and you're going to sleep with someone else, don't embarrass your partner. That's what my whole thing would be like. If my woman is allowed to sleep with someone else, don't be out in public. Don't get caught. Don't be on a dating app. Don't do anything that's going to bring embarrassment, man, because that's going to fuck with you mentally. Whether you're confident and you have, and you feel like you can handle it once everybody knows it's, it's different, man. It's different. Like, just imagine the stuff you do in the bedroom with your woman. And imagine if everybody knew every single move you like or every little stroke or everything you're doing. Pause. But you're going to feel a little bit different when everybody knows, like, when there's all eyes on you, man. So I just think the fact that, like, just to close it out and just hammer this point home, the fact that their relationship got out in the public, it wasn't supposed to. I think that's what's caused all these problems and internal hurt for Will. And the Chris Rock joke was just, a culmination of everything has set him off. Maybe Jada said something. Maybe she didn't. We'll never know. She didn't look happy though. And he had to go ahead and stand up for his woman. And I will say this. If she did tell him to do that, she's toxic, man. I'll give, I'll give y'all that. If Jada told him to go do that or insinuated for him to go do that, that's toxic. I wouldn't want to be in that situation where my woman is telling me to do something or dictating my options like or my actions like i would mm -mm, that's gonna get you in trouble defending your woman is gonna get you in trouble we've seen it so many times where people end up dead or you just get beat up in front of your woman like there's just so many things that can go wrong in those situations so 
like Joe Budden said, give me the woman that's going to say, don't do that. Like, pull me away. I need that. But if you guys feel a certain way and, you know, you feel like you got to defend them. Like I said, I'm not married, so I can't tell a married person how to feel in this situation. I'll give that to y'all. But also, I'm sure there's married people out here who are telling me I'm an idiot for saying that an open marriage is okay. But there's married people out there that will say that's okay. So just because you're married, you don't really get to have a universal opinion on that. I think that's dependent on the person. But like I said, if any of y'all had the opportunity to sleep with someone, if your wife told you it was okay, and all y'all out here to have these so-called hall passes, if you ever meet Scarlett Johansson or whoever celebrity your wife tells you it's okay to sleep with, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for some type of validation. And if you ever get that, you're going to do it. If they tell you you can go sleep with a woman and you're going on like a bachelor party, you're going to do it. I don't buy this monogamous that everybody wants to be monogamous, man. But yo, this is what we're going to do. Back on social media, if you um, disagree with anything, hit me up. If you want to come on the show, if you want to give me your opinion, let me know, man. You come on here, we could talk. We could chop it up. If you know my number, text me. If you don't, hit me on Facebook or uh, hit me on Twitter at Beyond the Glory on Twitter or uh, actually J Law Radio. I'm sorry. At J Law Radio on Twitter at Beyond the Glory on Instagram. Let's talk about it. Let's have a conversation with it, but let's end this show with Meek Mill and featuring Drake going bad. I feel like all these songs kind of <laughs> tie into the Will and Jada situation too. And if there's any points I missed, you know me. I'll come back on the next episode and we'll talk more about it. But I, I just wanted to devote this episode to Will and Jada. And then next time I come back on, I'll do actual topics because I have a million topics I want to talk about. But I didn't want to devote a full episode to both and like confuse people. So this is strictly a Will and Jada episode. We'll come back maybe next week. We'll see how it is. Maybe Monday. And we'll give y'all a full episode of topics. This is Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence. Hope you enjoyed the Jared Table yeah. Talk. I'll be back next week. Back home smoking legal. I got more slaps than the Beatles. Foreign shit running on diesel, dog. Playing with my name, that shit is lethal, dog. Who you say what? Don Corleone. Trust me, at the top it isn't lonely. Everybody acting like they know me, dawg. Don't just say it down, you gotta show me. What you gotta do? Bring the clip back empty. Yeah, asked to see the ball, so they sent me, dawg. I just broke off with a 10 piece, dawg. There ain't nothing, I'm just being friendly, dawg. Just a little 10 piece for it, just to blow it in the mall. Doesn't mean that we involved. I just what? I just uh, put a Richard on the card. I ain't go playing ball, but I'll show you how the fuck you gotta do it. If you really wanna ball, till you five when you're back against the wall. And a bunch of niggas need you to go away. Still going bad on them anyway. Saw you last night, but did it all day. Yeah, a lot of murk coming in a hard way. But got a sticky and I keep it at my dog's place. Girl, I left it, love it, magic, not saw shade. Still going bad on you anyway. I can feel like 80 rats in my Mary's. Me and Drizzy back to back is getting scary. If you fucking with my eyes, just don't come near me. Put some bins all on your head like Jason Terry. Richard Millie cuts a Lambo. Known to keep the baddest bitches on commando. Every time I'm in my trap, I move like Rambo. Ain't a neighborhood in Philly that I can't go. For real. She said, Oh, you rich, rich. Bitch, I graduated, call me Ben Fish.
I got Lori Hari on my wish list. That's the only thing I want for Christmas. I been had my way out here, yeah, yeah, no, that's facts. facts. You ain't living that shit you said, yeah, we know that's cat. You ain't got the ass in when you see me, no, I'm straight. DTOVO, we back again, we going back. It's just a little 10 piece for it, just to blow it in the mall. Doesn't mean that we involved. I just what? I just uh, put a Richard on the card. I ain't go playing ball, but I'll show you how the fuck you gotta do it. If you really wanna fall to your five when you're back against the wall And a bunch of niggas need you to go away Still going bad on them anyway Saw you last night but did it broad day 